doesn't sing as good as me. They stole my client. How could they choose them over me? These things and more represent the green-eyed monster. Yep, jealousy. Hi, and welcome to the Monique on the Mic podcast. I'm your host, Monique B. Thomas, and today we're talking about jealousy. It's that feeling you get when you see somebody doing really well. In fact, you think they're doing better than you. It's a very human emotion, and it can range from mild to very intense. I want to unpack this because we deal with this every day in the creative world. So let's talk about what it looks like, what it really means to be jealous or feel jealousy, why your jealousy is unfair, how we can use jealousy to fuel something more positive, and why jealousy is bad for business. Now, jealousy can take on many forms. You can get angry when you see someone doing something. So let's say you're scrolling through whatever platform and you see an artist or an artist friend or somebody you know, and maybe they put out an EP. So they're doing promo of their EP and you get this tightening in your stomach and you start to feel maybe a little hot and a little angry. Or jealousy could take the form of making backhanded compliments or snide remarks. So, you know, somebody might say something nice and then you'll see something that seemingly is a joke, but in fact it's not so nice and it's kind of pulling that person down. If you find yourself becoming overly critical of something that someone does, so every time that person does something, you have something negative to say, that's jealousy. Another way of saying it is just being a hater, you know, no matter what that person does and no matter how hard they work and how high they rise, you never have anything nice to say. Sometimes jealousy is silent and just because you don't say anything, you think it's okay, but what you're really doing is just not supporting them at all. So you won't go see their shows, you won't like their posts, you won't share their posts, you just kind of pretend like they don't exist, but that's jealousy too. Or um, you might take things that extra step and you might actually sabotage somebody that you're jealous of. So you might do things to make them look bad, speak poorly of them to people that are important to their careers or important to them in general, um, trip them down the stairs. I mean, I've heard some horrible things in the opera world. I'm going to assume that if you listen to this podcast, you're probably a decent human being, so you haven't gone that far. Let's hope not. But in any case, jealousy can take on different forms, and just because you're not actively saying or doing something doesn't mean you're not being jealous. Now, I'm going to be transparent here. As a human, a living, breathing human, I've had jealous moments. I've had those moments where I felt like things weren't fair or somebody was doing something that was destined for me. I guess the truth is it wasn't destined for me because if it was, well, I'd be doing it. I tend to believe in karma. I believe in good karma and let's say negative karma. So what you do comes back to you. Now on the surface, jealousy is simply someone else having what you want. It is the fear that if someone else has it, then you can't have it, which really comes down to a scarcity mindset. That means that you feel that things are finite in the world and it's just too small for all of us to have what we want. It's also what we could call a zero-sum mindset. So that means if they win, 
I lose. Or if I win, they lose. Uh, I don't get into that. This, this planet is wide and it's big and the opportunities that exist are many. It's also the fear of not being good enough. So you see what they're doing and you're feeling like, I'll never measure up. But what if that's not the goal? What if the goal is not that you measure up to someone else? What if the goal is simply that you aspire to be the best person you can be and that's not better or worse than somebody else, it's simply different. Now don't get all mad at me. I know this probably sounds a little hokey because let's say if this year you wanted to win a Grammy or some other award, um, there might be only one that year. However, just because you didn't get the Grammy doesn't mean you won't get other opportunities. So the question really is, are you really wanting the Grammy or are you wanting the opportunities that a Grammy might afford you? Because if it's the opportunities, well, then you might be able to get them some other way. And effectively, a Grammy might be finite. There's a possibility, you know, not everybody can get a Grammy, but that doesn't mean that everybody can't have a decent career. It's all really going to come down to how you define success. And luckily, because we are very different and unique in how we define success, there's a little bit for everybody to go around. Has it occurred to you that your jealousy might even be unfair or unfounded? See, you might be looking at the perceived benefits of what that person's doing. And I say perceived because everything that glitters ain't gold. You know, you see what you see on Instagram or on TikTok and you see this beautiful life, but behind that, you don't know what somebody might be dealing with. So let me give an example. You might find out that somebody you know, maybe somebody you grew up with, just got a record deal. And all you hear is record deal. And you're thinking, oh, I wanted a record deal. Well, there's record deals and there's record deals. Um, if you're getting a 360 record deal or something like that, that might not be the record deal that you really want. Uh, some record deals are literally bondage. I mean, you're working for little or nothing and the record company takes everything, most of everything. So they own you and they own the work that you do, even some of the work that comes outside of actual recording music. So again, if you're looking at what you see, that might just be the tip of the iceberg. You don't know what's going on underneath. Also, by thinking that somebody should choose you over everybody else. I mean, isn't it a little delusional to think that 8 billion people should just only choose you? How does that sound? I mean, that sounds weird, you know? Just choose me, because I'm me. No, that, it doesn't work that way, because all of these people on the planet, they have their wants and likes and needs too. But I think the most unfair thing about being jealous of something or someone is that you lack context. You have no idea what a person may have gone through or how much work they put in or what they sacrificed to get to where they got. You don't know. So it could be safe to say that they might actually deserve what they're getting. They may have, let's say, cut themselves off from the world for six months to a year or more and 
worked every single day? What if they went through 20 phone calls a day and 50 emails every single day, getting rejection after rejection after rejection, and they just kept going and kept going and kept going? They had audacity and they just wouldn't give up. Would you be willing to go through those things? Because if the answer to that question is no, then you have no right being jealous of anybody. We could also reframe it and look at it this way. If you wouldn't change places with this other person, and I mean their entire life, the good, the bad, and the ugly, then there's another reason why you shouldn't be jealous. You might see somebody winning after having lost everything. Man, they deserve a win, right? But let's look at how we can use jealousy to fuel something positive. First, look at what exactly you're jealous of and figure out if you really want that thing. You know, it might be cool to get on that TV show or do that tour. And, you know, it looks great, but do you actually want that? You know, what does that really mean to you? You know, if you do that tour, if you get that tour you've been trying to get, it's going to take you from something else that you could be doing. It's going to require sacrifice and work in a direction that you actually, in the end, might not look forward to doing. So do you actually want what that person has? So if you've answered yes to that question, yes, I absolutely want what that person has or what they've achieved, ask yourself this question. Have you done everything in your power to achieve or obtain what they have. And I mean everything, relentlessly. And most of the times, the answer to that question is no. You haven't put in the work. You haven't done what that person has. You know, so then again, you can't really be jealous. But what you can do is get to work. There's absolutely nothing wrong with saying, hey, I really want something. And if in the bottom of your soul you really want that thing, then you will do what's necessary. That means learning the necessary skills, getting in touch with the necessary people, move if you have to, whatever it requires. If that's what you really want, you will stop at nothing. And soon you too will be the envy of somebody else. One other way I think you can use jealousy for growth is realizing that when you're jealous, you have some personal work to do. You know, it means there's a bit of growing up to do. Let's just be honest, because when you're focusing on your craft, when you are going inward and be trying to become better at what you do, you're really not thinking about what others are doing. So the fact that you're focusing on someone else lets you know you're not focusing enough on you. The last major point that I want to make about jealousy is that it's really bad for business. It's bad for the artistic community at large. You see, as long as artists have a tendency to be jealous, they can be controlled and manipulated. Jealousy allows for the idea of competition to continue. When the truth is, we can enjoy more than one piece of art equally. Remember that so-called rivalry between Whitney and Mariah? I mean, at the end of the day, couldn't we just enjoy both? That's a marketing ploy. And I think it worked. To a certain degree, you know, it's for sales, but I think it's very hurtful. Let's not forget, it's hard enough being an artist on your own, in your own head, without then being pitted against somebody else. All it does 
is awaken the insecurities that you already have going on inside of you. When we're making art, the whole idea is to get to the center of who you are, to create as artfully, skillfully, and authentically as possible. How do you do that if you're trying to use your skill to one-up somebody else or beat out somebody else? That's not what touches people. What touches people is when you do your thing in only the way that you could possibly do it, as honestly and hopefully skillfully as possible. Once the art is made, then and only then might it be pitted against another piece of art because that's what marketers do. That's their job or their way of selling things. But outside of that, the artists, us, me, you, let's not make the artist community more hostile than it already is. It's hard enough. Here's what I hope that you can take away from this episode. Jealousy rarely has a positive outcome, and we should learn to be happy for others' successes, knowing that they are showing us what is possible. If we could get rid of jealousy in the artistic arena, I think we would alleviate unnecessary pains and put a bit more power back in the hands of all artists. More than one great artist can and should exist. In fact, we're stronger together. Think of Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. They admired each other so much that they got together and made some more funky music with Silk Sonic. They could have hated on each other, but instead they banded together and made something that everybody was shaking their booties to. Can you imagine what would have happened if they were simply jealous of each other? All right, let me leave you with this. Whether religious or not, I want you to know in your heart that whatever is out there for you has your name on it. No one can take it because no one is exactly like you. Do the work, support others, be friendly, and go get what is rightfully yours. Now, before I let you go, I've got some really exciting news. I know that many of you listening to this podcast are either aspiring recording artists or are already recording. And the biggest problem we have as artists is always money, right? It's never enough money to fund the project properly, you know, to do it the way we want to do it. Well, on January 29th, singer, songwriter, and crowdfunding artist coach, yes, you heard me, crowdfunding artist coach, coach, Jess Ava Allen, will be holding the Financially Free Artist Summit. This is a free summit where you'll have international coaches such as Wendy Parr and myself who will be speaking about different facets of branding, your brand, so that you can raise money to get your project off the ground. If this sounds like something that you'd be interested in, simply check the episode show notes for the link. Remember, this is a free event. There's no reason to miss it. Any little bit helps to help you get towards your goals, your financial goals. Personally, I'm going to be checking out the other uh, coaches as well. So check that out. Now, I hope you're enjoying this podcast. I'm at my 10th episode. I'm doing the best I can. Listen, I'd appreciate you sharing this with a friend who you think might enjoy it. And that would be helpful to me. Don't be jealous. Share, help, support. Thank you so much for listening. Musically Monique.